Hi there, this is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. The standards that define competitive voiceover demos. Technology prevails as the key component that drives much of the changes we will likely continue to encounter in the voiceover industry. For instance, the acceptable standard format for voiceover demos is an MP3. That's a standard. It can be difficult to navigate the difference between what are steadfast standards we adhere to in this business, as opposed to what may result in little more than a passing whim or trend offered by varying degrees of quote-unquote expertise from seemingly reliable online sources. Now, there are an awful lot of really great coaches out there and demo producers, and even those guys make mistakes or they offer bad advice from time to time. It's been known to happen. Good people make bad choices. Bad people make good choices. It happens. I only mention this because the following information will likely contradict a handful of some very well-meaning authorities on the subject of voiceover demos. For more than a decade now, the expectation has been for voice talent to eventually develop their home recording abilities. It used to mean patching was for a select few, largely because it meant having your home recording studio set up with a rather expensive, overly technical-sounding element known as ISDN. Today, however, offering far more affordable digital patching options allows freelancers with humble home recording setups to connect with larger, state-of-the-art professional recording studios. It's no longer an option, but a necessity to offer the ability to patch, and it's here to stay. This is easily the greatest pivot required of voiceover talent our industry has adopted. At least today, those options are far simpler to adopt, master, afford, and incorporate into your daily routine. In fact, it's nearly impossible to audition or secure representation with talent agents without defining your specific vocal branding with your single most effective promotional tool, professionally produced voiceover demos. Well-produced demos grant you access to auditions, which then, in turn, allow you to work. Sounds simple enough. Provided you effectively promote your demo to casting sources, producers, and, of course, to talent agents, who will hopefully agree to represent you. To that end, when it comes to voiceover demos, few have kept pace with the pulse on industry demands in the States quite as well as we have. Voiceover demos generally aren't subject to trends or random fads. They are defined by professional standards and created to service your primary target audience, producers. So your demos are intended to service them first and foremost. As a result, your demos will better service you and your career as a professional, regardless of your skill level. Now, a bulk of the criteria that determines the standards that define truly competitive voiceover demos are established specifically by commercial producers, perhaps in part due to the fact that, according to Pew Research in recent years, 83.6% of all producers typically spend six to eight years in advertising before moving into a specific area of expertise, such as film, TV, documentary, or games, for instance should they choose to advance their careers into an alternate genre of production apart from advertising. In fact, there isn't a creative profession today that doesn't call for a professionally crafted demo. Just about every creative occupation in the entertainment industry, whether that creative is an editor or a cinematographer, 
a CGI, computer-generated image artist, a, a director, a producer, or an actor, both on and off camera, have all been expected to demonstrate the best of their abilities within the most professional context possible for literally decades now. So this is nothing new. The standards may vary slightly as to what distinguishes one voiceover genre from another, but suffice it to say, much of the professional aims from one voiceover demo genre to another remain fairly consistent. Voiceover demos are created to demonstrate your greatest strengths as a voice actor within one or more of essentially six distinct genres. Commercial, co-ed, which is short for corporate educational, and how SAG-AFTRA, the primary actors' union in America, technically refers to what's been traditionally referred to as industrial, also known as corporate announce, also known as e-learning, explainer, narration, or corporate narration in recent years. Promo, also known as network, TV affiliate, and some station imaging. Animation and games, that's one demo. Spanish or other language, other than English, provided the talent is fluent. And lastly, political. Now, this is not to say you need or are expected to have a demo in each and every one of these specific categories. In fact, to be clear, the average voiceover talent generally has just one or two demos, commercial and co-ed, or corporate narrative. If you only have one demo, it should be a commercial track. If you hope to work with any regularity, if you have two demos, the second is generally a co-ed, corporate educational, a corporate narrative track. The primary reason? These two genres cover better than 80% of the voiceover work available according to Variety in a metrics poll from late 2021. Nevertheless, the chief variable and determining factor here is you, the individual talent. That said, although it's not well disseminated online, when it comes to pursuing voiceover in the United States, there are generally two distinctly different business models or approaches to the work that directly impacts which demos you might have produced and how to proceed in order to succeed as a professional. One business model, developed during the mid to late 2000s, continues to dominate online discussions. It contends you focus your efforts on pursuing voiceover work on your own, DIY, chiefly through cold calling and relying on one or more of the various pay-to-play P2P platforms. The other business model concentrates on securing representation through a handful of talent agents across the country to advance your career. One of the key differences between these two approaches is the number of voiceover demos you'll need and what those demos demonstrate to the producers most likely to hire you. Above and beyond your skillful performance, other principal differences between these two approaches include what you're ultimately responsible for when it comes to production demands, including access to career-advancing opportunities, invoicing, and the amount of pay, just to name a few. We make it our aim at Actor Sound Advice to produce each spot to sound familiar, production and performance-wise in order to seamlessly instill confidence in your professional abilities. Almost everything we do is private and one-on-one -on -one to afford you the greatest advantages possible. We determine and develop your greatest strengths as a voiceover through proper conditioning, like that of an athlete. 
With us, you're trained, career counseled, guided, and produced by not one, but two of the voiceover industry's most seasoned, skillful, and attentive experts in order to achieve optimum results. This is Kate McClanahan. This has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.